Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Ron Wallace here with Balling Down South here with another episode of the interview. This is our second episode of the day. I can tell you my next guest I have on today, he is definitely no newcomer to football. He was a player one time before himself. I can tell you he, he has pretty much done it all. He was a running back at Gremlin State back in 1992 and 96. Went in 2002, he was a grad assistant at Louisiana Lafayette. He's been, I can keep going on for days where he's had coaching positions. And he's been he he's at his next he's at his head coaching job right now. Uh, his six, just finished up his sixth season, and I can tell you folks he's definitely he's from an HBCU HBCU college. And I can tell you I'm gonna go ahead and bring him on here today. How you doing today, Coach? How you doing, man? It's good to talk with you, ladies and gentlemen. This is Gremlins football head coach Broderick Fox. Uh, it, it's been raining down here over in Alabama. Has it rained over there where you at today? You know, it kind of we got a little bit of rain yesterday, you know, but today was it was a little bit cloudy for a minute, but it didn't come, you know, our way. So, you know, we've kind of dodged the rain thus far. Yeah, we had we had a little tornado warning. It was actually a tornado in Mobile County, uh, and it has moved on since then. So, coach, for people that don't know exactly who you are, go ahead and talk a little bit about what, when you were playing football, and then when you got into the uh, coaching realm. Well, you know, I'm from Louisiana. I'm, I'm born and raised in the state of Louisiana where gumbo is made. Um, you know, uh, played football, you know, at Carroll High School, went on to Grambling State University, uh, played for legendary coach Eddie Robinson. You know, I'm a second generation uh, football player for Coach Robinson. My dad also played running back for Coach Eddie Robinson. Uh, after that, I went back to uh, wanted to start teaching, you know, right away. But I wanted to coach and teach on the middle school level to learn you know, the basics of it. So I started teaching middle school, sixth, seventh, and eighth grade. I also coached football, basketball, and track. And uh, then I decided to go back to grad school because I wanted to get into college coaching. So I uh, went to UL Lafayette, met a lot of great coaches. Uh, as I was uh, learning the craft and learning my craft at UL Lafayette, and uh, then moved on from there to Northwestern State, uh, where I was an assistant coach and eventually a co-coordinator. Uh, went on to Magnese State, uh, where I served the same uh, purpose over there, uh, and then went on to Southern Mississippi and coached the receivers there, and and then came back. So, um, so I'm back in Louisiana. I've kind of moved all different places, uh, you know, but I've enjoyed, you know, all of the places that I've been because it's taught me a lot and helped me to develop uh, when it comes to coaching football. Well, now you know, being being there at at uh, at uh, Grambling State. You guys won the SWAC championship in 2017, and also you guys won a West Division champ. Talk a little bit about that, how you guys were able to accomplish that. Well, I tell you, you know, when we first got here, you know, we were we were, we were were very excited and had a lot of real airs, and, uh, and we started the building process from 2014 on. And, um, you know, 2014, you know, we went from a year before in 13, uh, before we got here, only winning two ball games. Uh, to winning seven ball games, you know, in, in 2014, and and then in 2015, you know, we uh, we went undefeated in the conference, but ended up losing in the conference championship uh, to Alcorn State University. Uh, and then it was building blocks. In 2016, we finally put everything together, uh, won the conference championship, went undefeated in the conference, and then also won a national championship uh, in Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, the following year, in 2017, repeated. Uh, as SWAC West champions, and then also went undefeated again in the conference, um, and then won the, won the SWAC championship, but then lost the national championship uh, to North Carolina A&T. 
so, you know, those guys, you know, uh, they set the foundation for our program and what we've been able to accomplish. Uh, but then also, you know, we've, we've had to rebuild uh, because all of those great players uh, had left and now all of these new playmakers were now freshmen and sophomores. And, you know, we, 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 we went through the ringer in 18, still won six games and had a chance to, to win the league and then did the same thing in, in 18. Um, but now these guys are juniors and seniors now. Uh, they're chomping at the bit to get back to work. We've added some other pieces with them uh, that really gives us what we need in order to be effective in this year. Well, now I know Southern is definitely a rival of Grambling, been like that for God knows how long, for, for ages. How is it playing against those guys and, and, and uh, the coach that they have at the hem, you know, every season? Uh, well, you know, it's it's always a competitive atmosphere, and that's something that I, I look forward to, and our players and coaches look forward to it as well. You know, that particular game brings the most out of you, and um, we wouldn't have it any other way. You know, it's a, it's a sibling rivalry, so to speak, uh, where most of our players are from Louisiana, and, and their players are from Louisiana, so a lot of them played together in high school, and, and now they got to college, and they're playing against each other in college, and and a lot of them are cousins and, and uncles of each other and, and relatives and things of that nature. So uh, so it's one of those games where it's so much bragging rights involved, you know, for uh, for this particular year and for for what happens in that context. Well, I can tell you, looking at looking at uh, your roster, definitely from last year, you have a lot of kids from the state of Alabama. Uh, Anthony Mullins, uh, Hickenbottom, uh, Martin Hughes and, and Jeremy Carter. Talk a little bit about those guys because, I, you know, getting you on here and I was like, man, he got a lot of kids from the state of Alabama. I'm going to see if he can talk about Talk about a little bit about those kids. Well, you know, I tell you, those guys, Mullins and all those guys, they are extremely great athletes. You know, the state of Alabama is just so rich uh, when it comes to football talent, you know. And, and uh, you know, and we, we try to acquire all of those players. Alabama has been really, really good for Grambling State University. Uh, not just in my tenure here as a coach, but even when I played here, we always had great, great players from uh, from the state of Alabama, and nothing has changed. You know, uh, we believe in recruiting heavy, heavy in the South. Uh, we would like to get to many other areas as well, uh, and we try to get to those areas, you know, but uh, definitely we want to make sure that we're in the state of Texas, Louisiana, Mississippi, Alabama, Georgia, Florida, and all other points in between. Now, now, with all the, the coaching jobs that you've had, you know, before becoming a head coach, what has that, you know, taught you and how are you able to articulate being a player yourself, a student athlete, and a, on the coaching side, how does that articulate, you know, instilling, in you know, those type of things into your players? Well, you know, I'll tell you, I've been involved in football education for 45 years. And uh, I'm 45 years old and – and, uh, you know, from the beginning, you know, I came out the womb wanting to play the game, wanting to be around the game and wanting to uh, wanting to watch the game. So I've been a student and and really a football coach since since, you know, since the beginning. Uh, so everything that I've learned for, as a player from discipline of knowing how to, you know, place your helmet in the locker the correct way and all of the discipline things that are important. All of those things have kind of created the person that I am here today. Uh, you know, my dad, you know, Coach Robinson. Uh, so many other, you know, great, great coaches have have poured into me and 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 helped me in, into, you know, the man that I am today. And there's just so many guys uh, that have helped me along the way. And and my job is to just give that back to all of our players so that they can receive the same things that I've received. Now, is there now 
Now, is there any what is, basically what is your coaching philosophy uh, when you know you guys get out on the field and any kid that may want to come come play for you? Well, you know, the first thing is love. You know, I care about each and every one of my players. They'll hear that word all the time. Uh, we're a little different than, than a lot of the places. You know, uh, we're probably very few guys that are willing to tell each other that we love you. You know, uh, I think I think love is the is the is the sh- one of the strongest emotions, and uh, it's one of the strongest motivators in order to breed success. Uh, and that's something that we always start with. We start with love. Uh, but then secondly, we want to make sure that our kids understand that there's three pillars of pillars of success at Grambling State University, academics, athletics, and then development character wise. And, and those are the three areas that we evaluate all the time uh, when it comes to developing our football players, because that's going to be the thing that helps you to be successful, not only within our program, but also when you leave our program out in society. Now, you know, the COVID-19 situation has got a lot of sports programs kind of like at a a standstill. You know, the NCAA is starting to let you guys come back into the weight room and stuff of that nature. How have your guys in your program, your team, the coaches, how have you guys uh, been able to deal with with the COVID-19 and, you know, with with the training and all? What have you guys, guidelines you guys have set for? Well, it's, it's been very, very tough, you know, for us to, to really, really, you know, strategically work out and do things that we need to do. You know, as you know, the game of football is, is built on camaraderie and being together and making sure that you, you're able to work out together and do a lot of things together because it builds the team. Um, so we've been all separated for the last, uh, you know, four or five months, just like everyone else. Uh, kids are basically pouring into themselves. We are meeting with our players. Uh, you know, via, uh, you know, Zoom calls and things of that nature, just like everyone else. Uh, but it's extremely difficult to form a team when you're separate like that. So uh, it's been very, very tough. Um, you know, we're looking forward to getting back together, but we want to make sure that we keep everybody safe and healthy when we do so. Well, if you if you can tell a kid that's going into their senior year of high school, the last season of playing football, uh, and they're about to go off to the next level, Basically, what would you tell those kids? Well, the first thing I would tell them is is understand, you know, um, you know, what is that you want out of this thing? You know, uh, you know, the most important thing is is the love of the game. Uh, you know, so often you see student athletes, and you know, everything is about how many offers I have. You know, uh, you know, I have nine offers, I have ten offers. Well, really, it doesn't matter how many offers you have. All it takes is the right offer. Uh, so the first thing I would say is just, you know, focus on the right institution for yourself, making sure that it's a perfect fit for you and your personality and your skill set. Uh, and then also what you want to accomplish out of life. You want to make sure uh, that you're focused on first graduating and developing academically. Secondly, you want to make sure you focus on, you know, playing great football and being uh, being pushed in that category so that you can be the best football player you can be. And then thirdly, you want to make sure that, uh, that you're developing with the off the field skills, the character and all the other issues that kind of fill in the gaps when it comes to helping you to get employment and uh, and develop and do things the right way. So that's what I would say, you know, make sure that you do your research on every institution because everything that glitters is not gold. All great, all great um, uh, uh, places with uh, with what you have uh, uh, facilities and things of that nature doesn't necessarily mean that there's a program in place that's going to be beneficial to you. Um, you know, I tell kids all the time, you know, light serves two purposes. Uh, it can be 
flashed in your face and it can blind you from the truth. Uh, but then also it can shed light on the truth. Uh, so the, the whole key is to make sure that you're not the one on stage and the light is blinding you to make sure that you're shedding light on the program and you can get something out of it and know what you're getting out of it. You know, I think, and I think, you know, this pandemic is going to now, it's probably going to be with us. No, nobody knows how long it's going to be, be, you know, here in this country, but that's probably going to make a lot of kids not wait around and say, okay, I'm waiting for this offer. They're, they're going to go to a school that's really showing the love uh, that has their, their degree that they want to, uh, they want to major in. I think you're going to, you guys are going to start seeing kids commit kind of early uh, to schools that's actually offering them. So who, who do you guys have on the schedule? Uh, this upcoming season, I know you guys coming down this way to South Alabama. You can play in that new uh, state oh, yeah. over there. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. We're looking forward to it. You know, uh, we're rolling down there to South Alabama. Uh, we'll also have to go to UT San Antonio. Uh, and then we kind of get in a little bit of conference play, uh, go to the uh, go to Dallas, you know, to play Prairie View. Uh, and then we'll start rolling in from conference from there. You know, that's when the war begins. You know, it starts with Prairie View in the conference race and it kind of rolls on from there, but we're looking forward to coming to Mobile and playing. Um, you know, I know that they are opening up a brand new stadium and, uh, and we don't mind being the first ones in it. You know, we're excited about it. It's a chance to play football. It's a chance to get back together and, and show our product and do things the right way. I can tell you this, the, the stadium, I've seen it. Uh, I've been over there and I can tell you, it looks, immaculate and i like man this the first game grambling is coming i said i can tell you this, they're, they're, they bringing a band they bringing the whole band with them i said they're gonna help well, south alabama break that stadium in well i can tell you this it'll be more people in those stands for that particular game than any other week um because our fans travel and they travel well and and you know uh one thing i can say about you know grambling football our program is a rock star type program you know, everywhere we go, you know, there's going to be 40, 50, 60, 70,000 people in the stands uh, because of the entertainment value that we bring to it. Well, I can tell you this, man. We uh, definitely can't wait to uh, see you guys play whenever you guys do get that opportunity to get back on the field. Anything you want to say to any of the kids, uh, anything you guys got going on there at Gremlin uh, State, anything new, anything? Well, you know, right now, you know, we are breaking ground on a, on a brand new library and uh, we're making some additions to our to our athletic facilities and programs as well. Uh, but the thing that's that's been really, really good for us is we have an airtight program. Uh, when it comes to development as a young man, um, you can't ask for anything better. You know, a lot of times, you know, uh, you know, we don't necessarily have the glitz and the glam like some other places. Uh, but at the end of the day, the glitz and the glam is not what what makes you successful. It's it's the foundation, the values. Uh, the yes, sir, the no, sir type stuff that we have uh, where our kids develop from. And it has helped tremendously when it comes to putting positive people out in society. Real quick before I let you go, you're you're at some type of NFL symposium that's going on this week, correct? Yes, I have. You know, Monday and Tuesday, uh, I had, a, had an opportunity. This is the second year in a row uh, that I've had the opportunity to participate in it. Uh, just a wealth of knowledge and so many great owners and GMs and football coaches uh, just getting a chance to rub elbows with all of those guys and, and really learn as much as we possibly can is something that has been beneficial to me in the last couple of years. And I look forward to it every year. Well, Grambling State better watch out, Coach. One of those NFL franchises might be trying to scoop you on up now. 
Well, ladies and gentlemen, this has been Broderick Fobbs. I can tell you, Grambling State University head football coach. Thank you for coming on the network, coach. Thank you so much for having me. Anytime.